This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning. It's fair with some haze. We had a little bit of overnight rain, 72 at the KVOM studios. Today is Wednesday. It's the 28th of June, 2023. Rich Mulders with your KVOM Morning News Watch. And it's going to be sunny and hot with a slight chance of rain and thunderstorms today and a high of 99. Our heat index is high as 111. Tonight, clear, low 76. Thursday, sunny and even hotter. High of 104 with a heat index of 112. Thursday night, clear skies and a low of 77. And Friday, sunny and hot with a high of 103. We'll remain in the upper 90s over the weekend with slight chances of rain in the forecast. We will be under an excessive heat warning beginning at 1 o'clock this afternoon. Now that means the excessive heat and humidity will significantly increase the potential for heat-related illnesses, particularly for those working or participating in outdoor activities. So drink plenty of fluid, stay in an air-conditioned room, out of the sun, check up on your relatives and neighbors. Young children and pets should never be left unattended in vehicles under any circumstances. And take extra precautions if you work or spend time outside. When possible, reschedule strenuous activities to the early morning or evening. Know the signs and symptoms of heat exhaustion and heat stroke. Wear lightweight, loose-fitting clothing when possible. And to reduce risk during outdoor work, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration recommends scheduling frequent rest breaks in shaded or air-conditioned environments. Anyone overcome by heat should be moved to a cool and shaded location. And keep in mind that heat stroke is an emergency, and you should call 911 if you see someone experiencing heat stroke. Right now, again, it's fair with some haze and 72 at the KVOM studios. Let's send out congratulations this Wednesday morning to our KVOM employee of the day. It's Lindsay Jones over at Low Cuppa. Obituaries this morning. Jerry Don Myers, age 81 of Birdtown, died on Friday, June 9th. Graveside service will be Thursday, June 29th at 4.30 p.m., at Kilgore Cemetery with Brother Jimmy Williams and Brother Robert Williams officiating. Memorial donations may be made to Birdtown Community Park, and arrangements are by Niels Rosewood Funeral Home of Moralton. Christopher Barrett Wingo, age 37, of Hot Springs, died on Tuesday, June 20th. A memorial service will be at a later date. Arrangements are by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Now 7.34, let's turn to news this morning. The National Weather Service confirmed Tuesday there was a tornado during the weekend storms in Pope County. Forecasters confirmed an EF1 tornado touched down near Dover in Pope County on Sunday. Officials said the tornado started around 4.19 p.m. near Buck Mountain Road and Highway 27 and ended west of Esserman Lane one minute later. Officials with the Weather Service said the length of the tornado's path was nearly half a mile long and 50 yards wide, with most damage being to trees. EF1 tornadoes have winds from 86 miles per hour to 110 miles per hour. Coming up on our close-up segment, we'll visit with Colby Pope. He's a forecaster with the National Weather Service in Little Rock. We'll talk about that tornado and other weather-related issues. Approaching 735, fair with haze and 72 at the KVOM Studios. On our way to a high of 99 with a heat index of 111, we'll be under an excessive heat warning today. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Welcome home to Hometown Bay. 
Loans done quickly and with personal service. That's what we offer at Petty Jean State Bank. Hi, I'm Susan Gunderman, Executive Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank. We are Conway County's only locally owned community bank with four hometown lenders here to serve your needs. We will meet with you in person and help you find a personalized loan that will meet your budget. Come see us for consumer and commercial lending with a hometown touch. We promise you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. It's 736. Fair with Hayes and 72 at the KVOM studios. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton celebrated the rededication and renaming of the Workforce Training Center Tuesday as the Dr. Larry D. Davis Workforce Training Center. Dr. Davis served as UACCM's chancellor from September of 2010 through January of 2019, and it was his personal vision and foresight for the construction of the Workforce Training Center to benefit not only UACCM students, but the entire state of Arkansas that helped to make the center a reality. And at the time we, we built this facility, it's been a stronger and stronger emphasis, not just in Arkansas, but across the country, on technical workforce training. Very proud of this facility. Today, that's, I just, to see my name on a building, it's just nuts. I mean, it's insane for me to see that. We've got so many, many people that helped us finance this, but it was beyond the money. Just the support we received was just constant. So I can't thank you all enough. UACCM Chancellor Lisa Willenberg said the Workforce Training Center was an appropriate choice to honor the legacy of Dr. Davis due to his noteworthy contributions and the progress UACCM has enjoyed as a result of this facility. UA System President Dr. Donald Bobbitt remarked, the center continues to be the model for workforce training facilities in the state. This is remarkable achievement for a community this size. I know that it starts with the administration in the city and the mayor and can, you know, continues to the, to the Chamber of Commerce and to the citizens who have been assisting this institution since its inception. So thank you again on behalf of the U of A system and congratulations to Dr. Davis and to the Moralton community. The University of Arkansas Board of Trustees approved the recognition for Davis in January after the UACCM administration and Board of Visitors had previously voted unanimously to recommend consideration of the naming to the UA Board. Tuesday's ceremony also served as a celebration of the granting of Chancellor Emeritus status to Dr. Davis. The UA Board of Trustees approved that status in recognition of his service to UACCM. Moralton Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer says he's excited to see the progress that's been made at the future site of the Wayland Holyfield Place in downtown Moralton. The concrete has been poured on the lot at the corner of Moose and Commerce Streets, and the mayor says he likes how the project is coming together. We're just about got it all graded out. Hopefully, get it sodded, and you know people can start. You know, at least see the the, the progress there. And I think it's it's really turned out to be a pretty cool project. The next phase will involve erecting a pavilion cover for the stage, and the mayor looks forward to seeing the finished product, which he anticipates will be a draw for tourists who are fans of Waylon Holyfield's storied songwriting career. We're going to engrave the 14 number one hits in the in the concrete, and, and can I have this dance, you know, around the 
curve part there, and hopefully that will be a draw for people to drive into town and get their picture made, kind of like going to Winslow, Arizona, places like that. Wayland is uh, very excited about, about this project. Fundraising efforts have picked up since work has started at the site, and organizers are still seeking donors and sponsors to help offset the cost of the final phases of the project. For more information, visit MainStreetMoralton.org. So did you see the Moralton Fire Department's snorkel truck downtown yesterday reaching for the top of the old First National Bank building, the city's so-called skyscraper? Fire Department spokesman Cody Hill says there was no emergency. They were there at the request of the building's owner, Mike Miller, to attempt to install a flag on the top of the building. It's been almost 30 years since a flag flew on the building. Hill says they were not successful, but did discover what was needed to complete the job and should have the flag flying in the next few days. This Independence Day, Arkansas law enforcement agencies encourage you to protect your freedom and the lives of others by committing to sober driving. State and local agencies will be teaming up with the U.S. Department of Transportation's National Highway Traffic Safety Administration for the Drive Sober or Get Pulled Over High Visibility Impaired Driving Enforcement Campaign. The primary goal of the increased law enforcement presence will be to help prevent tragedies previously seen around the July 4th holiday. The Arkansas Highway Safety Office recommends these safe alternatives to drinking and driving, designate a sober driver, or plan to use public transportation or a ride service to get home safely. If you see a drunk driver on the road, call 911. If you know someone who's about to drive a vehicle or operate a motorcycle while impaired, help them make other arrangements to get to their destination safely. And buckle up, always. Your seatbelt is your best defense against a drunk driver. The Commissioner of State Lands Office will begin auctions this year with a major change. Effective July 1st, owners of delinquent parcels will not be able to redeem parcels sold at a tax-delinquent auction. In past years, the owner had 10 business days to redeem a parcel sold at auction. That is no longer the case. Act 241 eliminates the post-auction redemption period. Owners wishing to redeem parcels must do so no later than 4 p.m. on the last business day before the sale date. Auction sales are final. The new law also applies to the Commissioner of State Land's online auction. Act 241 also adjusts the bidding process. Effective in this year's auction season, the Commissioner of State Land's office will not accept mail-in bids. Bidders who wish to purchase parcels offered at live auction must attend in person or by proxy and place their bid during the live auction. The COSL will also no longer accept cash payments for the sale of delinquent parcels, a significant change from past years. All purchases must now be paid by check, credit card, or debit card. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you now. DAV Chapter 13 will distribute food boxes to veterans on a first-come, first-served basis, Thursday, 11 a.m. to 1 p.m., or until all boxes have been given out. The distribution will take place at the DAV Service Office parking lot at 206 Maple Street in Moralton. The Atkins School Board will meet Thursday at 5 in the District Boardroom. Mountain View Baptist Church atop Wolverton Mountain will hold its fifth Thursday night gospel singing. Thursday at 7, a potluck mill will follow the singing, and all are welcome. Friday's the deadline to register your team for the Moralton Parks and Recreation Adult Men's and Women's Basketball Leagues. You can register at the Moralton Community Center or call 501-354-4122 for more information.
Vacation Bible School continues at Plummerville First Baptist Church, 6 to 8.30 each night through Friday with dinner served at 5.30. It's open to all children 3 through the 6th grade. And Calvary Baptist Church in Moralton also having Vacation Bible School for kids in grades 1 through 6, continuing from 6 to 8 each night through Friday. Well, we thank you for listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. And we want to remind you that if you want to hear a story again, or you just need to time shift your listening, Our News Watch is available as a podcast. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, really anywhere that you listen to podcasts. You can also get it from our website or our app. The KVOM News Watch podcast is presented each weekday morning and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 744, it's fair with Hayes and 72 at the KVOM studios. Eric Tyler is on the way next with sports and weather as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Moralton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Petty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686, member FDIC, and an equal housing lender. KVOM's Newswatch with sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Whitehall football coach and Arkansas Razorback legend Ryan Mallett died Tuesday after drowning in the Gulf of Mexico. Mallett was a record setting quarterback for the Razorbacks, went on to play for three different teams in the NFL, and he was just 35 years old. This Friday's deadline for teams to sign up for the Marlton Parks and Recreation Department's Adult Men's and Women's Basketball Leagues. The Men's League starts July 10th, and games will be played on Monday and Tuesday nights through August 8th. Women's League starts July 13th. Games played on Thursday nights. League is for ages 18 and up only, and registration fee is $300 per team. Teams can sign up at Marlton Community Center or call 501-354-4211 for more information. St. Louis Cardinals had their second consecutive come-from-behind win Tuesday night, rallying to beat Houston 4-2 in the opener of a three-game series at Bush Stadium. The Cards play the Astros again tonight at 6.45. Pre-game coverage starts at 5.50 p.m. on 99.3 FM, the Eagle. The Arkansas Travelers start the second half of the Texas League season tonight when they open a six-game series against the Springfield Cardinals at Dickey Stevens Park. First pick scheduled for 6.35 p.m. And look at weather now on what's going to be a hot Wednesday and very hot the rest of this week. We do actually have 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms in there this morning, but sunny and hot. Otherwise, high near 99. Heat index as high as 111. And excessive heat warning has been issued for today from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. and then tomorrow from 12 to 8 p.m. and probably will be issued for Friday as well. We're expected to be over 100 degrees for the actual high uh, Thursday and Friday. Our low temperature this morning was 68 degrees. High yesterday was 91. A year ago today, the low was 57. The high was 86. We get six one-hundredths inch inches of rain at the KVM studios yesterday afternoon that little system came through and that brought our total for the year to 35.73 inches sunset this evening is 8:29. sunrise tomorrow morning at 5:59. 
And once again, chance of rain this morning. We do have a high near 99 expected with sunny skies this afternoon. Again, heat index as high as 111. And then sunny and hot next couple days. 104, the expected high Thursday. Heat index as high as 112. 103, the expected actual high on Friday. And then we'll have chance of rain back in the forecast this week, at least a small chance again starting on Saturday. So once again, excessive heat warning today and tomorrow and most likely for Friday. It is, of course, dangerously hot conditions with the heat index up over 110. So uh, extreme heat and humidity will significantly increase potential for heat-related illnesses, particularly for those working or participating in outdoor activities. So be very, very careful if you do have to be outside drink plenty of fluids stay in an air-conditioned room if you can stay out of the sun and check up on relatives and neighbors and young children and pets can never be left unattended in vehicles under any circumstances and be sure to take extra precautions if you work or spend time outside possible reschedule strenuous activities to early morning or evening know the signs and symptoms of heat exhaustion and heat stroke be sure to wear lightweight loose fit clothing when possible and OSHA recommends scheduling frequent rest breaks in shaded air-conditioned environments if you do uh, have to be working outside and take all those precautions again with that heat excessive heat warning in effect today right now we have got fair sky 72 degrees in Marlton 10 minutes in front of 8 o'clock on KVOM Newswatch continues in just a moment when you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch. Let's visit a few moments with Colby Pope. He's with the National Weather Service in Little Rock. We've had some dangerous weather the past few days, and we've got some hot weather coming up. Well, it's going to be an absolute scorcher out there today. Uh, we'll see temperatures uh, reaching that century mark uh, all across the River Valley. We'll be under an excessive uh, heat warning, and that will be in effect from 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uh, this evening. Uh, and then we'll, again on Thursday, we'll be even warmer, uh, if you can believe that. Temperatures up in the uh, mid-100s, looking like topping out around 105 to 107, depending where you're at. And then again with that, um, those uh, heat index values will be really pushing the 110 to even perhaps 115 in some locations. Friday, another scorcher, not as hot as uh, Thursday, going to be uh, in the lower 100s. We could see 102 to 104 across the River Valley. And then finally, some relief on the way uh, as a uh, boundary drops down out of Missouri into into uh, Arkansas and the River Valley, providing us with temperatures in the uh, upper 90s. I never thought I'd say relief being in the upper 90s, but after the next three days, that's how it's going to feel. 
and then we will continue to see rain and uh, thunderstorm chances. Uh, well, chances not a complete washout, but we will see those chances persist as we go into uh, next week. Uh, the nice thing, though, is it will help uh, drop those high temperatures down into the uh, mid and upper 90s. So it's really going to be today, Thursday, and then into Friday that we're really going to have to uh, monitor that heat. And Colby, you want to remind people, don't underestimate the danger of heat stress and heat stroke. Absolutely. You know, it's just a simple thing. Stand hydrated, rest cycles. Uh, you know, there. Um, I'm not sure uh, how the river valley is faring. Uh, I, I know we still have uh, some people without power. Uh, definitely finding some sort of a cooling center or source of some sort of um, air conditioning uh, because, uh, you know, when we start to deal with this type of heat, it really heat illness can uh, set in with a matter of minutes. Uh, and then also, you know, thinking about pets, things like that, yeah, walking them across things like asphalt, definitely not recommended as, you know, that, that asphalt can get uh, 140 to 150 degrees, and then I know we've talked about this one before. Uh, uh, you know, always checking the back seat. You know, we get really in the rat race, and then you know, definitely checking the back seat, making sure we uh, don't forget uh, any uh, children or pets or things like that. Now, Colby, usually when we see temperatures over a hundred, we don't have severe weather with that. That's not been the case this week. In fact, we've had some very severe weather, including a tornado confirmed for the Dover area in Pope County. We did, um, and yesterday we uh, found around the uh, Scottsdale area, it was an EF1 tornado with winds of 100 miles per hour. Uh, didn't uh, stay on the ground very far, but did uh, uh, take some trees down, caused a little bit of tree damage there. Uh, really had a, a, a massive root ball with one of the trees uh, that did come down with this uh, tornado. Uh, it, had a, it was actually uh, 18 feet in diameter, so I really uh, brought down some uh, trees there. Uh, and, and you do see that with sometimes with uh, these complexes that come through. They can have these quick little spin-up tornadoes that are uh, extremely hard to uh, predict. So very brief tornado there uh, uh, just to the uh, east-northeast of Dover uh, in the Scottsville vicinity uh, there in Pope County. Colby Pope, forecaster with the National Weather Service in Little Rock. Thank you for visiting with us this morning on Close Up. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.